What's up, everybody? It's Keefe, and you're watching Ghost Cult Magazine's Album of the Year Countdown, number one edition. And that's right. If you're listening to this at the podcast, or you're watching us on YouTube, or you're watching us on a podcast, we deeply appreciate all the support for our countdown, 75 to 1, as voted on by the global staff at GhostCultMag.com, now in our 11th year. Thanks for being here. We're going to welcome in our guest host, Tim Ledden, a ghost cultist and Twitch streamer, in just a second. But once again, I want to get through the minutiae of the housekeeping for you. The staff voted on over 280 albums. We reviewed 606 albums this year and maybe a few more before the end of the year is out. But holy cow, what a year we've had. I'm super proud to work with each and every person on the Ghost Cult staff. Shout out to Steve Tovey, the senior editor based in the UK who manages the entire writing staff for reviews. And thanks to my partner and co-owner of Ghost Cult man.com omar cordy for all the support all year if you've listened to our podcast and you watch the video series you know we've counted all the way down to number one and here we are finally with the number one album of the year even tim who's coming on to join us doesn't know what album it is but it's an album he reviewed which is why we chose him let's bring tim on and count down number one well howdy tim Lennon, welcome what's up brother uh you know same old how about yourself? How's uh how's the Gold Coast looking? The Gold Coast is not looking too gold, but it's okay. We're keeping it <laughs> we're keeping it at 100. It's not as bad as it looks on TV, but it definitely could be better. Uh you know, when they clean up the whole city for like a visit from dignitaries and presidents, it kind of makes you feel bad. Actually worse than it was before because <laughs> the fact that they could clean it up in like a few days for you know, 20 square blocks of the city makes you feel bad just makes you feel like oh they could do this for real if they wanted to but they don't want to so what are you gonna do <laughs> not to get po not to get political as we uh count down to the number one album of the year as voted on by the ghost called staff tim first of all man thank you for a stellar year of your personal reviews uh you know i speak on behalf of steve and everybody you know you've been with us almost the longest and i know you over oh, wow. 10 years as a friend so i really appreciate you back to my times my high times living in boston when we first met and look at how far we've come look at where we are today it's crazy we're still alive we're still listening to heavy music and we still got a brotherhood <laughs> for real yeah no it's it's been it's been a ride i've really enjoyed doing this i mean obviously if i didn't enjoy doing it i wouldn't be so so thanks for the continuous opportunity right on so i have i told the uh watching audience and listening audience on our podcast right before this that you don't know what the number one album is. Normally, I give everybody their list, their segment of the list, and we answer questions offline and prepare. But I was like, you know what? Tim ha is a is a Twitch streamer and has an awesome time reacting to things. So let's get we're gonna get Tim's real authentic reaction to the number one album of the year because I think it's gonna be a surprise. And to narrow it down, just because I'm that kind of guy, I'm a jerk. It's an <laughs> album you reviewed. So that's Ooh. the re that's part of the reason you were chosen. But we're going to start doing this a little more to promote our shows a little more. We're going to start doing some more podcast stuff with our team in 2024. I'm looking forward to adding more podcasts, streams monthly, and bringing in staff and getting their POV. Because people don't want to hear from me all the time. They hear my voice all the time. So let's bring in some new voices and some new blood and get people to really know and appreciate and respect the staff we have. I think that's a good thing. <laughs> Yeah, it's so, a good idea. So hopefully you'll come back and join us again, and we'll talk some more stuff beside this album. So here we go. I don't have a drum roll or anything or a beer pour to celebrate with, but the number one album of the year for GhostCallMag.com. 
as voted on by our staff is Black Braids, Black Braid 2. Let's fucking go. <laughs> I had a good I had a good feeling it was because I knew it was it was the album of the month at the time. But yeah, that's that's fucking awesome. Uh it honestly he John came out of left field last year with his first release and blew me away. And I just remember driving home. I I'm sorry from a Red Sox game uh, <laughs> with my mom. And um, she, she tries to listen to the music that we listen to. And she usually just laughs at like swashbuckle because it's pirate metal as she calls it, you know? And, uh, and, and there's a black braid song on, and, and I'm like, I don't think I know this one. Did he drop an EP or something? And then Jose on Sirius XM afterwards was saying like, Oh yeah, that's the new uh, the new track coming out from our man Black Braid, and this new album coming out this summer. And I was like, "What the fuck? Another album already?" I was pretty hyped for it, and uh, I was worried that it was—I don't want to say worried, but I, I felt like I was internally overhyping it, and it it reached those expectations for me personally. So uh, it's—I listen to it at least once a week since it's dropped, if not more. Right on. I second that emotion. Um... The hype is legitimate, and the hype is really from fans and the community. A great Jose impersonation, by the way. I know I met, <laughs> met, Ho I met Jose a few times. So he's really cool and really nice. And I think people that shit on him just don't appreciate him. They don't get why he's so enthusiastic and so super, you know, pumped up for metal. And he's it's genuine. It's real. He's always been that way. But yeah. also about Black Braid, I think the hype is legitimate. Um, the first album did come out of nowhere. He, he really, you know, he'd been kind of like been in other bands in his scene in upstate New York, but upstate New York is not New York City. It's not Austin. It's not Chicago. So it's not one of the, or it's not Portland. It's not one of these hotbeds for music, although upstate New York is well known for hardcore and, right. and, and, and uh, some brutal death metal too. So Black Braid 1 was a revelation. And, you know, I was also surprised that Black Braid 2 came so quickly on its heels, but John, and, and as an artist, he hasn't toured a lot. This year was the most touring he's ever done, and frankly, he did not enjoy it, if you followed him closely. And uh, we interviewed him here on the channel, and I'll link it in the description, along with our Album of the Year poll, minutiae and links and everything, so everybody can follow and read, catch up and read back if you missed. And you're just watching this, because you are like to read to the last page of a book. Choose your own adventure, turn to page 159. And... <laughs> He really, you know, he's on this mission, on this journey artistically that I think is wonderful. Uh, I put him right, uh, you know, American black metal, let's face it, we have penis envy and Venus envy for the rest of the world. American black metal has some fine acts, but really we're just still chasing the tail of the first and second wave European, Scandinavian black metal bands uh, historically. So we have a few great ones. He, he and, and Blackberry got to tour with Wolves in the Throne Room, who has been mm -hmm. one of the pin pinnacle acts for 10 years. But even they are not traditional sounding Scandi black metal. They incorporate their own things just like Blackberry does. And so without harping on, uh, you know... Polit politics or or you know all the cultural impacts because i think again uh john wants the music to stand for itself sagasawa i know how to say his name i practice that a lot so you know he is very conscious of he doesn't talk a lot about you know too much about the art we tried to get him we prodded him to try to talk about it a little so a couple of things i wanted to wrap with you about this first of all amazing records certainly worthy i'm a little surprised because historically as you open up a poll art our staff is so diverse taste-wise, and we cover such a range of things that when you open up something like a poll to the whole staff, you generally get the most popular bands as the number one band of the year. So our last three winners were Machine Head, 
Trivium, and Deftones. And we've had other winners like Gojira, Mastodon, Enslaved, you know, across our history, Carcass, Behemoth. So like Black Braid is none of those bands, but at the same time, they're so worthy. And I think that's the thing I wanted to hit on with you. What do you think about their worthiness in terms of the hierarchy of American black metal bands? There's many sort of little flavors and subgenres, but they really fill their own space. Oh, I, I think it's huge because it, it, I think at the foundation, when you listen to, um, I mean, both the, the records, but we'll just stick on Black Parade too. Uh, it's, he really does a good job of building the foundation off of those first couple generations of the Scandinavian black metal. So uh, anyone that's considered a black metal fan at the core can pick that up and go, huh, okay, I get this. But then he's able to say, let me add on top of this and make it my own. And it's something that like, you know, that Wolves in the Throne Room was able to do. Um, uh, Panopticon was able to do things that make it specific, not only to the U.S., but the region they live in. Uh, and, it, and it really, it, not to make its own new subgenre of black metal, so to speak, but it's it's another, like, we'll say dialect, for lack of a better term. And I, I think Black Braids is certainly going to be one that stands out, and I don't see it being duplicated very well, um, if at all even attempted. But do we see other Indigenous people that are also uh, into the, the metal scene kicking into more black metal, that type of thing, or... I mean, we know we have Testament. They've been around for, I mean, how long now? And that's, it's, it's, it's nothing. I wouldn't say it's anything that's, it's new for uh, indigenous folk to get into the the heavy metal scene um, or hardcore for that matter. But uh, it's in terms of black metal, getting that extreme with it and being able to say, I grew up on this. I love this. And I want to make something my own with putting my own little icing on the cake. I just, it's. I, I was really excited to to hear that this was number one. Like I, I knew it was month of the year. I'm sorry, album of the year, <laughs> album of the month and the year, months and years. Um, but I, I think at the end of it, like we were kind of harping at, is these big A list uh, bands like your Behemoths, your Ghosts, your Enslaves. You kind of anticipate that because those are the big titles. Those are the ones that people will listen to first on new album, you know, new music Fridays. But uh, it's so so well deserved this this project i don't think is going to end anytime soon at least i hope not uh and i see a lot of further releases coming out and it's just going to get bigger at this point right he definitely got his teeth kicked in touring and some you know other stuff overseas i don't want to mention and get into right now because it's unfair to them as an artist but uh it's in the past but it was definitely you know it's definitely a struggle going from playing regionally your small tours to doing the whole world so it's definitely challenging i'm not sure he enjoyed it i'll just throw that out there and i'm okay if it's not a thing for him to tour because I feel like he can sustain the project by just being true to himself and making music. And I do see this in a way, maybe not a one-to-one with a Wardruna and a Highlung, but I think the prevalence and the uh, acceptance and the huge blow-up and glow-up those two bands have gotten the last couple of years help a band like Black Braid break through a little bit, break that glass ceiling of, I only listen to traditional shit, you know? And, um, and a band like Enslaved, that is far from their Viking metal roots, but still a little bit in there. And obviously just a weird progressive black metal band now. They still also paved that road, over paved that road, putting in 
you know, personal references and, and cultural references into their music. So I think this is tremendous. I think it's tremendous for us. It kind of brings Ghost Cult back to our roots a little bit because even before you and I were part of Ghost Cult, Ghost Cult started right before I came in and you came with me from the good old Metal Army America now long gone. Uh, and before that you were at another thing and I was at other things. But the really true roots of Ghost Cult as an original, the founding, the founding of Ghost Cult was really to cover underground and avant-garde artists much like Black Braid. That would have been easily an issue one band if they were out at, in 2012. So I think it's really refreshing that the underground is having a big year. And actually, of those top-tier former winners, the only, I think, the only band that had an album out this year that was a former album of the year winner for Ghost Cult was Enslaved. And it's, you know, I don't want to spoil the rest of the list. If you're watching this, hopefully you have watched The Countdown or listened to the podcast and seen the website post and seen the list. But Tim has not seen the list as of this recording, so it's going to be nope. a treat, treat for him to see the rest. Tim's getting it in reverse order. Everybody else got their <laughs> little segment of the countdown as we went, because I'm like a movie director in Hollywood. You only get the red pages with everything else redacted. But um, that's how we are secretive and paranoid as, as fuck here. But, uh, you know, what a tremendous year for metal. Uh, let me, while, before I let you go, let me hear about some of your favorite other albums this year beside Black Braid. Oh, thank God. I think I have this in a notepad. Because otherwise, I'm going to make me dig through my Yahoo email that I sent to Steve. Um, so it, it's it's funny, like, uh, if you, I mean, we've had conversation before, and you've probably seen my, my album of the year list years and years ago. I've never had so many hardcore bands and so many black metal bands be in uh, a countdown. For instance, uh, Jesus Peace, that new album, So Unknown, is... Uh, I loved the first record, but this one just felt like another step forward musically, lyrically, uh, everything. It just felt like the next right step, and it was fantastic. Uh, I, we all know how much I love Harm's Way. I don't need to really harp on that that much. Uh, I will say I was, wor I was worried with the first single that came off the new Pupil Slicer album uh blossom and i was like oh are they going super soft on this album like oh i don't know like we'll see how it goes and then i got the whole thing in front of me and i was like oh no this album fucking rules like we're good and then it goes without saying uh getting fuming mouth back this year uh with new material and uh, getting to see i got to see them live at the new england metal hardcore festival which it's cool to see that come back as well uh, it, it's just everything. And there's a bunch of other ones. I could sit here and talk all day about my list. Um, but I will say big shout out to Dreamwell down in Rhode Island. They're definitely uh, still under the radar. Uh, if you like Deaf Heaven, if you like Deaf Tones, uh, if you like some really abrasive music with emotions outside of just anger and I want to murder things, they're your band. Go check them out. Uh, in My Saddest Dreams, I Am Beside You. Just, it pulled me in immediately on the first try. And it, it's it, I listened to it multiple times a week definitely a killer record from dreamwell and props to any band from rhode island right now with uh the dumbness over at uh fet music hall or feet music hall whatever it is uh the security idiocy going on there but um <laughs> it's kind of funny what year are we in that milwaukee metal fest new england metal and hardcore came back uh you know all, a lot of weird stuff going on like what's old is new again uh tim and i definitely raised beers at a fuming mouth show when they were starting out i'm mm -hmm. pretty sure i got our our mutual friend Jason Mejia kicked out of that show for letting him sip out of my beer. Um, somehow I didn't get thrown out, but he did because um, I'm a dick and I'm corrupting the youth of America one riff and one beer at a time. But um, 
you know, what are you going to do? What a tremendous year for heavy music. Our entire team knocked it out this year. Over 600 reviews, as I mentioned, by the end of December. And uh, just insanity. Um, like, I don't know anybody else that does this clip of reviews. Uh, shout out to Steve again. Shout out to the whole team. Shout out to yourself. Is there anything off the top of your head you're looking most forward to next year as we're just finishing up this year? You know, I feel like I answered this. We had a, we had a poll in our Facebook group, our super secret Facebook group. And for some reason it's, it's escaping me. Um, I'm going to have it. Let me pull something up. I know I have one. Uh, was I put in the wrong year. I'm hysterical. I would say, um, what did I even vote for? Oh, duh. How could I be so stupid? The new job for cowboy album. My inner college student is so excited um, I love this concept of how uh, a good chunk of it is about this uh, acquaintance of the band, we'll say, or a friend. I can't remember exactly what term it was, uh, but they they got so wrapped up in like psychedelic drugs that they created their own reality and got lost in it in their home. And I just think that while that's it's terrifying to think of from a human to human standpoint, but on an artistic view, it's going to come out something else. Uh, that band. Uh, before they took their long hiatus here, uh, they had consistently been evolving in front of my eyes. And I used to see them three, four times a year. They were on every single bill that came through to the Palladium, uh, occasionally in Boston. And I was like, I didn't even care who was playing. I needed to go see them again for the upteenth time. I think I got up to probably 10 times seeing them between um, the full length coming out, the first full length coming out, and then um, Sun Eater, uh, which that, whoo. Sun Eater was something else. I that one lasted. That got a lot of playthroughs on my different music playing apps through the years, uh, and it still does. It's an incredible record. But yeah, very much looking forward to the new JFAC album for sure, and everyone else should too. Absolutely. I'm also looking forward to that record. Ghost Cult was the first website that broke the news that they were even coming back at all a year and a half ago. We were the first, actually. We had it first. I like to say that. There's a there's a text thread that I have with friends of mine, and it's like, Ghost Cult had it first sometimes. Not every time. Not all the time. It's not possible. I don't sleep, and we have other people helping with news now. Shout out to Paul McMillan. But what are you going to do? Uh, JFAC's going to be killer. Looking forward to New High on Fire, finally. Looking oh, forward, yes. Looking forward to uh, new... Some underground stuff like today is the day. I think we might get one of these new Jack Hardcore bands might come right back with another record. So we might get a new, you know, I don't know yet, but we might get a new turnstile or a new, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Zulu went right back and made another record because yeah. they're very prolific as a group. So a lot of exciting stuff going on uh, for 2024. Once again, man, just thanks for being part of my journey. Thanks for being part of the Ghost Cult journey in music journalism and being a great friend. I really appreciate you. I want to see you some more. Hopefully next year I'll get to Boston with a little more time in my pocket and I'll get to see you guys in person, you and the crew. Uh, you know who you are. And uh, yeah, man, Black Braid 2, the number one album of the year for Ghost Cult. What a, I, it's a real, it's a, it's an, almost an honor to have that band as number one. It, it, I'm so relieved that it, it could have been anything, could have been any of these albums in the top 20, which Tim will soon learn about, could have been any of those bands and it would have been okay. You could throw a blanket over them. And I'm really glad that it's Black Braid. Yeah, same. And thank you for having me on this journey. Um, I mean, I only was doing this for a couple of years for fun for a friend of mine that I 
had happened and met through a couple of mutuals. And I mean, I got to know you well before then sitting on the barricade, my six foot three frame taking steel boots to the head. And I'm like, well, this guy seems to be nice. He keeps checking on me, you know, in the photographer pit and shooting the shit afterwards, waiting for like, I don't know, Michael Ackerfeld to come off the tour bus until some drunk lady yells at him. So lots of memories. And um, yeah, it's, it's been a, an awesome friendship and an awesome time, you know, writing for, uh, this site, this mag. So I'm not going anywhere either. So you're going to have to fire me if you ever want to get rid of me. Not going to happen, my friend. Not going to happen. (laughs) You are the weakest link. Goodbye. But yeah, man, we have a great team and you're part of that team. So I'm thankful for you. And uh, yeah, uh, for everybody that's been following along, if you made it this far in the show, you're a real one. Thank you very much for following our album of the year series for the 11th year in a row. Feel free to check on and go back and reference the other episodes, the videos, the podcast, the website posts, and give us a like or a subscribe if you enjoy our content. And if you don't, drop us a hateful comment. We publish most all of them. Uh, <laughs> that's what, that's our whole, that's our whole thing. Self-reference and self-awareness. I'm Keefe from ghostcultman.com. Thank you, Tim. Thanks everybody. Peace out. See ya.